Michigan Liberation is a statewide network of people and organizations organizing to end the criminalization of black families and communities of color in Michigan. We envision a state without mass incarceration, mass policing, and punishment. We envision a state with the best public education in the nation, single-payer health care, and thriving black and brown communities. Here on the Respect the Rules podcast, we will lift up the stories and experiences of those impacted by mass incarceration, collective ties to the criminal legal system, and the frontline efforts to end mass incarceration. Yeah, it's like, you know, when we was talking offline, Nelson, like I was even saying, like, in Michigan, we um, we actually, you know, it's amazing how, um, and I'm not going to get on this um, American kick, but we, at least in Michigan, we're able to, um, you know, vote in our Michigan justices, you know what I mean? And, and that's cool, where in some cases they're appointed in other states, but I, I don't think people understand. Like I love when you when you sent me this subtopic of urgency of the upcoming elections because I just don't think people are getting it. And 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 I know I made it my business to go ahead and vote early. You know, I, I I'm the type of person I go straight to the clerk's office and drop it in. <laughs> like I want to see it fall. I don't want to even. Right. <laughs> I want to see, I want to hear it like, like, like a mailbox. Like, I mean, like a letter in the, that you put in the mailbox, but I didn't want to mail it. I didn't, I don't even trust it. You know, this, I, I, yeah, I, it's I, fair. I just wanted to make sure I didn't want to wait the day of, I, get it in there, you know? Um, and it's really sad. And I've been just contemplating like what role I'm going to even play as we get near to November 8th, you know, like, do I want to be, trained to be a challenger like have you ever thought have you thought about what role you're gonna be playing come november 8th besides voting of course but you know. voting you know um you know encouraging everybody i know of course to get out and vote you know i'm putting it on the platform you know on the on the show on am 1700 i talk about it and you know the real issues and the fact you know the importance of this, I want to amplify, you know, those voices personally. Um, I've always had a little bit of a hard time getting, um, you know, playing a role in the process itself, just because I feel a little bit like, you know, with all the rules and having to stay like nonpartisan and not, you know, they really, and I understand because they don't want you to be voicing your own, your own opinions and trying to sway other folks, but I'm too, I'm too outspoken for that. I can't, um, you know, taper myself down and be like, vote for whoever you want yeah. because these days it's really, you know, like I said, we're really seeing the difference and a lot of, um, the way a lot of these races around the country and a lot of um, a lot of these far right folks really just saying the quiet part out loud, you know, uh, right. they're not even trying to hide it in a lot of cases anymore. The fact that um, they're afraid, you know, they're afraid of change and they're afraid of creating a more accepting and just society. 
I mean, we got literal Nazis running, y'all. Like, in di- certain parts of the country, there are folks who are straight up, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm, like, far-right, crazy Nazi sympathizer type person, and I'm not even trying to hide it. Like, didn't we come to a conclusion at some point as this country that Nazis were the bad guys? But now they're, like, running for office. Right. And it's just, we cannot sit this one out, y'all. And, it, it, when and it gets to that to that point, we can't sit it out. Right. And people don't realize how it's not happening over there or up there. It's happening here. It's, it's happening mm-hmm. amongst us. And there's a lot of stuff that we're just totally just not too nonchalant about. That's why I said this subtopic, the urgency of upcoming elections, not just the Supreme Court, other roles. You know, like it's like we're missing the buck. We're missing you know, we're missing it, Nelson, even to the point of like, you know, the um, proposal about the abortion. A lot of people yeah. don't understand it's not just about, oh, that deals with women and, and you know, you know, not want to have kids. No, it can cause a major issue with mass incarceration. If people mm-hmm. can't have choose what, what they want to do with their body, guess what? They're going to result to crime. In some yeah. form or fashion, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't yeah. see how the ripple effect of of the these decisions. They don't. It's like they're not thinking it all the way out. You know, it's more than just well, oh, it's just a situation of a person having, you know, getting pregnant due to incest or what? No, it's it's. I mean, freedom of choice. Yeah. Now we we we're up here. The fact that we're trying to tell a person what to do with their body, but then other stuff is a no-brainer. You can go buy a gun. Oh, don't get me started. That's a whole other conversation you got to come back to, Nelson. Oh, for sure. Oh, man, don't get me started. And it's like, what's next? What's going to be next um, that we're going to have to vote about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What what fundamental rights do we have to even, you know, do we have to put on a ballot and declare so that they're not going to take them away from folks like you know like you said if women lose the right to choose in this state and in this country and abortion becomes a crime providing abortions becomes a crime helping somebody to get an abortion becomes a crime you know it's still going to happen because folks are going to need that kind of health care regardless but if we criminalize it you know it's just more people in prison um and you know in michigan we're a state that has one single functioning like women's prison and you know i would even hesitate to say that it's functioning because of the way that they treat folks in huron valley um but you know if abortion becomes a crime in this state that already overpopulated facility is going to see a lot more folks going into it Right. And and here's my challenge to people, um, Nelson, because I want to end this show in the next well, next two minutes and but give people some food for thought, some nuggets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, you know, we've said a lot, you know, you we've been kicking this knowledge and having a great conversation. And thank you again for coming on here and being so transparent and real. But here's my issue or here's my my little food for thought or nugget. Um, had a conversation with a friend. He was going on about, I can't, you know, a woman should be able to choose what she wants to do with her body. Well, I, I kind of like looked at him and I said, well, hey, by the way, are you registered to vote? He was like, I don't know. I moved. Okay. <laughs> I got my phone out immediately. 
got on there, put in his information, he's registered to vote. Now the next million dollar question, when are you going to vote? Because a lot of people are like, I didn't know I could go vote right at, you know, right now in my clerk's mm-hmm. office. I, I didn't know I could, it was still the deadline. When is the deadline for absentee ballot? It's like people are so caught up in talking and not doing. So please yeah. people do not be one of those people who November 8th at the cutoff time, you're like, oh, well, <laughs> I'm just, my vote doesn't really matter. Oh, well, but you're Sit talking this all this smack. Please don't be that. That's my that's my food for thought. My nugget. I challenge you. Absolutely. You Google it. You can Google. You can Google anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I, you know, mm-hmm. not gonna go there. But people Google the strangest things. So Google <laughs> how to vote. Okay, in your state, not just Michigan, but wherever you are. First of all, see if you're registered to vote and handle it. Don't say, oh well, I didn't register this year, so I'll just wait till next year. I'm only it's yeah. only me. I mean, what so what if I don't go vote? It's, your vote, just imagine there's like what 10 or hundred thousands of people like you that could be like have your attitude and then cause this stuff to really be a mess. That's my food for thought. I'm gonna challenge yeah. people to stop talking and complaining, but but go and vote. And your vote does count. That's my thing. That's my food for thought. What's yours, Nelson? And we'll end with you. Sure. I would say, um, yeah, your vote does count, especially when it, like local elections and stuff, you know, people think that it's all about um, the national level. And it is that is an important part of the process that we got to talk about, because who's in our legislature is really going to determine the direction that we go in as a country. But the people who are in your local community are just as important because they are just going to have as much of an impact on your everyday lives. So do your research. I'm always very, um, you know, very exact. I'm the person that does all the research for my family. I create a whole voter list and help people out. Like these are the candidates that we, um, that really align with our values that we want to support. Um, so do your research. It's so, you know, we're living in the internet age. It's easy to know who's on your ballot, what they're about, and you know make an informed decision and please exercise that right to vote because these days the rights that we thought we had are starting to fade and if we don't work to protect them now you know those vote those rights that we took for granted might not be around as long as we think wow you just dropped a bomb that's so true nelson man you dropped you got to come back Man, now I got everything working, right? <laughs> it's real talk. Yeah. But no, seriously, you kicked on something I wanna, I wanna, I mean, we, we're gonna we're into two shows. It doesn't matter. Hey, we we that's the beauty <laughs> though. We're on two shows. It, that's the beauty. If you got a little bit more time, hey editing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really want to talk about like what you just said, the research, educating. Because let me tell you something. Another you just hit man, brother. I I feel like collect uh passing the collection plate. If you don't know what you're voting for and who you voting, you know, who you're voting for and and the whether it's a proposal, the person. It, it, let me tell you something. I think there's a lot of that going on. And 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 I'm not going to name any counties or any certain type of um racial group, but 
And we all know somebody out there or a group of people or whatever, family members, friends, whatever, coworkers who are totally just clueless, you know, about the proposals, um, the people, the the nonpartisan, you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. I mean, and, and, and like you said, you're, there's people like you who are doing that research and sharing it with your family members, but there's some people who don't have people like you to give them that information. And I think that's something we do a disservice a lot of times, not just in the state of Michigan, but throughout the U.S. We, we really yeah. do. United States, America. Yeah. We, we don't, we're so busy f- complaining and fighting for the craziest stuff that we miss the mark. We don't even yeah. know nothing about these candidates. Well, because it's, it's so easy. Because it's so easy to just kind of check all the bubbles, you know, and you look at, you know, Democrat, Republican, and just check whichever one you've been checking for the past 10 years. Um, you know, whether it's a D or an R. Um, but if you actually start taking a look into some of these candidates and, you know, informing yourself on where they actually stand and whether they're not, whether or not they're really for the people, um, you know, a lot of stuff gets illuminated because we see, you know, the rhetoric is nice, well, nice that we get from, you know, this kind of two, this corrupt two party system that we have. But when you actually start looking into some of their positions and the way that they vote and the actions they take, you know, not everybody's for the people. Even, right. you know, even on the Democrat side, you know, you got a lot of folks supposedly very, you know, saying they're liberals and not living up to those values that they espouse in their campaigns. So that's why we got to do our research and really learn about the proposals we're supporting or not supporting the candidates we're supporting or not supporting um because the way out of just being trapped in a two-party system where at the end of the day it doesn't feel like there's much of a fundamental difference in um the way that our communities are being treated um the way out of that is finding candidates who are outside of that kind of just um, you know, that kind of two party divide and folks that are actually trying to shake things up and make a change. Cause there are those candidates out there. And if we're not going to support them, then we're not going to make a change either in our communities or in our country. Right. And, and, and also to piggyback off of that, when it comes like to, for example, and you can definitely give your two cents too, Nelson, um, when it comes to the candidates and the proposal, this is what I've learned to do. And that is with the proposal, yes, read all the information, but like you said, do the research. Know that if you check, let's say, no, what does that mean versus yes? Like there, I think some people are confused. And yeah. and then when you have all these ads and all these mailers coming in through your house, oh my goodness. And all these text messages and phone. Yeah. Oh my gosh! All I, the spam. It, it's overwhelming. That you'll sit up there and you'll be like, "Oh, I think I'm. I um, I, I think women should have uh, 
you know, the choice to do what they want to do. So I'm going to say no, or you just, uh, <laughs> or yeah, you know, right. you know what you're saying. You, you, you kind of know, but you don't know. And that's why I'm telling you, I mean, just like what you were saying, doing your research to know that when you finally fill in that little box, it, it is what you really want to happen. And you know why you're doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? And you're not just doing it because guess what? Your mother, your brother, your father, or your boyfriend or girlfriend told you to, or, or you saw they did it. You know what I mean? Same yeah. thing with the people on the ballot. Do um, your due diligence. I know at one point Michigan Live, I've been with them for about two and a half years, Nelson, and there was a time we had a write-in you know, person and just trying to, oh my goodness, one thing to educate, try to tell people, um, hey, you know, the people that are already on the ballot, but when you have a right and it's like, man, you know, yeah. 10 times is hard. And it's like, you know, people are like, well, who is that? And I haven't seen any of their stuff. I'm like, oh goodness. And you just, <laughs> it's like, right. yeah, but you know, and and then in one year, I remember we was trying to, you know, endorse a candidate where they were just like fresh off the scene and going against someone who had had years of being like yeah. a, a prosecuting attorney or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, my goodness, trying to tell trying to get people to change. That's another thing. Incumbency is a really hard obstacle to overcome you know, every time there's an election cycle because people get used to it, you know, whoever we got right to the point where we can't imagine that there's can be a change or a better option, but there are, there are always is, um, ways we can improve. Right. And, you know, it's overwhelming. It can be overwhelming, you know, with all the information that gets shouted at us, all the spam coming through, um, all the misinformation too. There's so much misinformation going around about different candidates, about proposals going on throughout the country. Um, you know, don't get your, don't get your news or your information from like, you know, your Facebook articles. Like you gotta right. look at the campaign website. You gotta look at like nonpartisan websites that are just listing the facts of the candidates. Like these are what, their positions are what they've stated this is what they voted for voted against just you know the straight facts because there's a lot of spin there's a lot of misinformation going around you know i heard there was some misinformation going around the prop three uh, around abortion rights saying that um you know there there were lies being spread that this proposal is going to allow for children as young as 10 or 11 to go into their doctor's office and request a sex change like that's a complete complete fabrication of course the the proposal says nothing about that but because a lot of you know these far-right figures are afraid that because right. they know that it is overwhelmingly across the country in the state of Michigan and across the country that people support a woman's right to choose. But, you know, so they want to start spreading all these lies and saying it's about, you know, the proposals about other stuff when it's not. Um, 
So you got to look and get away from, you know, the Facebook articles, the misinformation, the Twitter, you know, the random Twitter posts from hate groups or whatever, like learn the facts and get it from reputable sources. Cause otherwise you're going to end up um, with some real bad uh, information. Wow. Nelson, thank you so much. Is there anything, cause I know we spent a nice amount of time on the urgency of the upcoming elections, but I know we kicked it off with, you know, in the first part, um, the intersections of hip hop and progressive activism and the prison. Then we talked about the prison industrial yeah, complex. Yeah. And of course, you know, we've been talking about the urgency of the upcoming elections, but there anything you want to revisit or anything we've got about, I mean, we got about seven minutes. It's been flying by, believe it or not. Right. For real. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. You've been, you've been hanging with me, but I thank you so much, Nelson. And wait, first of all, we got to tell everybody the, the story with the mask. That's part of your branding, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's um, the mask is partially, you know, as as a hip hop head, um, I've always been a, a fan of, you know, the kind of traditions past, especially among the underground of like the, the hidden face, like who is this guy? You know, I always kind of really uh, was a big fan of like MF Doom and Makami and these kinds of guys that aren't in it because it's not about what we look like or you know the notoriety because all so much of hip-hop especially lately has become just about clout chasing and trying to see, be the biggest name and have the hottest single or whatever um and it kind of takes away from the substance of what you're right. saying and what you're doing um so i don't want this to be about like you know, me and I don't want my face on, on the posters everywhere. I don't need that. Like for me, it's about the music. It's about the message and, um, you know, less the notoriety because fame can come and go real quick. It's a hell of a drug, but, um, you know, the, the music and the message is ultimately what stays with people and what influences people and leaves a legacy. So um, that's awesome. That's, that's mo right. what's more important to me the more than, you know, getting the Instagram likes and, you know, having my face on everybody's page. Right. Also, like, I'm paranoid. I'm paranoid. So I like, I hear about all the facial recognition technology and all the crap that's going around, you know, Detroit, even installing green light cameras that, that kind of thing makes me paranoid as hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. you know, I think masks obviously with in COVID times, they've become an important tool for health, but, um, I think as we kind of increasingly become a world where every everything's on camera and everything's filmed and broadcast live and whatnot, masks will also be an important tool in how we protect our own identities and information and, um, you know, keep ourselves safe from 
the a surveillance state that uh, it seems like is getting closer and closer to reality on some 1984, like for real. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, hey, we got three minutes, Nelson. I know you you've been hanging with me, and I want to thank <laughs> you so much. I hope you've enjoyed yourself, Nelson. You know, very this much is part of something that is so needed. Real talk with the community. There's so many stories. And, you know, um, you definitely got to come back. We got to think of some other topics. And that's why all of you who are listening, watching, make sure if you got a story and, you know, even Nelson, you got to come back and help me co-host and everything. Give me, keep me in order. Cause you know, I can, act up. <laughs> but there's so many people, you know, we, I would love to get some of the people that were in your class that you mentioned, you know, that you was talking about reconnecting with, um, that you was the class you was taking in the mm-hmm. prisons and the jails. And um, just we want to hear your story. So please contact us at media at myliberation.org and tell somebody about the Respect the Roots podcast. Because I'm telling you, this segment, the real talk with the community, this is what it's about. It's not about mm-hmm. us preaching to people. You know what I'm saying? You know, Nelson, it's about what. And not even about, oh, did you know one out of four black people? No. What's really going on in our heads? What's going on in our hearts? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like me telling you about real talk, like everyday people complaining about situations, but you're not trying to do nothing about it. And and people like, well, I'm no Jesse Jackson. I'm no, like you said, Kara's one. I don't have the money of, you know, (laughs) Econ and all these other people. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you can go vote. You can go vote. You can organize. You can organize something. You can put, you can start a petition. You don't have to be getting paid to do this, but people Mm -hmm. choose not to do anything because it's it's easier to do that, you know? And, and that's something, as you know, Nelson, even with Michigan Liberation, that's, we're, no, we're about change, man. And it's hard. Yeah. Hard. It's hard. It's not for the faint. At all. Apathy is very easy to to fall into, and I think it's something that's encouraged even in the digital age, where it's a lot easier to make a post than it is to actually get out in the streets and do the work. Right. But um, you know, at the end of the day, we're not going to change because of um, you know, your Instagram post or your Twitter post right like it's not um you know it requires work and it's not a glamorous process it's not a fast or easy process a lot of the times it's long it's hard it can be discouraging sometimes it can even be boring but it's still important that we do it because otherwise um we're letting you know, the powers that be kind of just dictate how our lives will go in a, in a country that historically hasn't had our back. So if they're not going to look out for us, we got to look out for ourselves. Yeah. Thank you, Nelson. Well, hey, that's it. Let's drop the mic on that. And thank you so much, Nelson. Absolutely. Tune in to Crate Diggers Delight on AM 1700 Fridays, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Got all the best hip hop for you. Yeah, Nelson the Mayan, right? 
I got that right. Yes. And I don't know why I didn't <laughs> the connection to Mayan ruins, right? Is that like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But okay. it's, it, you know, indigenous heritage. I want to bring it back and, yeah. you know, embrace yeah. that. Please support him y'all on AM 1700. All right. Every Friday, five to seven playing that underground hip hop. Yes. And you know all what, Nelson, you know, you are always welcome. And I'm so glad you mm -hmm. reached out. And until next time, everybody, remember to what? Respect the roots. Until next time. Respect the roots. Respect the roots. Bye, y'all. Bye. Michigan Liberation Education Fund, C3, conducts grassroots organizing, leadership development, and civic engagement activities. Michigan Liberation C4 and Michigan Liberation Action Fund, IE, are sister organizations.